In this episode of the Swab Podcast, we're diving into the world of social media influencers. Those individuals who have turned their passion into a full-blown profession, from cooking to cutting grass, and yes, even some more explicit content, these influencers have become a force to be reckoned with, shaping the information landscape. In Season 3, we touched on how social media influences the news we receive, trends, politics, and even health. But now let's focus on those who've dedicated their lives to filming themselves doing what they love, dropping reels and videos religiously. They have earned the title of influencers. On one hand, many influencers use their platforms not only to showcase their hobbies, but also to spread positivity and encourage others to live better lives. However, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Some influencers are having less than positive impact on the youth. And that's what we're dissecting today. Take the gaming influencers, for instance. Parents are scratching their heads, wondering how to stop their kids from spending countless hours watching grown individuals play video games, influencing them to do the same. Then there are the fitness influencers, spending countless hours in the gym, creating unrealistic expectations and pushing others to follow suit for the sake of video footage. And let's not forget the potential exposure to age-inappropriate content. Young ones finding themselves on pages they shouldn't be on to begin with. Influenced to do the same thing they're not ready for. It's a double-edged sword and we're here to unravel the pros and cons. So buckle up as we explore the impact of social media influencers on intelligence, youth, and our culture. Are these online personalities, these teachers, teaching us valuable lessons or could their influence lead to a downfall in society join the conversation on this episode of the say what again billy podcast that starts now hey boys nice to see you guys on a friday Yes, sir. Listen, I appreciate it, man, because, you know, uh, my younger one, he's got communion practice tomorrow, and I don't know how long that's going to take, and then if it's going to bleed into Sunday with CCD, so I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, no, we guys usually film on Monday, but uh, we're doing it on Friday when when the schedules accommodate, so, you know, the episode will air Monday. Obviously, people will listen to this and be like, wait, it is Monday. Why are you guys talking about Friday? But obviously, you film podcasts either you know a day or two before or you know hours before so today we're filming on friday so it's a nice little start to the weekend and um i always give you guys the opportunity to pick a category or a subject and i've been wanting you guys to do that in season four and now that we're in season five you guys both have something lined up so today's nick's turn and then joey's got his doomsday clock countdown next month oh uh, next boy week. i'm so glad he got that word out because it just, I really felt like that was going to be a yeah. blooper. So next week is uh, going to be Joey's doomsday. And I can't wait to see what Joey got lined up. I'm literally take, letting him take the reins, just like I'm letting Nick take the reins today. So we're talking now, actually, in the monologue, which I didn't send it to you guys yet, but it's uh, basically touching on what we're talking about today. But there is an episode I did on social media brainwash back in season three. And I didn't touch on influencers because I really do remember doing that episode and um, talking about social media being people's go-to for news and sports and even fitness things, right? And how social media is being used at that time 
in a negative way. Now we've seen a change thanks to Mr. Musk on how people, uh, things that you can post on social media and fact checking and things have changed. If you're paying attention, things have changed. But Nick brought up today, this episode is going to be about the influence of influencers on social media and things of that nature. So to get right into it, this segment of Nick's Notes is brought to you by <laughs> Spotify for Podcasters. If you have a podcast idea and need a way to get it out there, head over to Spotify for Podcasters to find out how. Trademark. Trademark, Nick's Notes. Uh, well, I also, we have to make sure that we say thank you to our other two sponsors. We've got the Say What Again Billy podcast sponsors, Nick's Notes, trademarked. And we've also got Joey's number one fitness club. He will pump you up. Also sponsoring us this week. So he will pump you up. First, he starts with the gluteus and he works his way up. Okay. So uh, we'll start. I really want to start it kind of with the, I know you've done the brainwashing one, but I want to start with the impact of social media in general. We'll go into influencers um, a little bit, only because a lot of what influencers do is based on the platforms themselves. So the impact of social media, by the way, for people who are listening to this, um, this is a passion topic of mine because I do have children that watch um not necessarily these like these older influencers, but they watch like the kid ones, like the unbox the toy kind of things, oh. or the, yeah, uh huh. And these my, kids, these kids make more money. My daughter watches these videos of like these two twins, they're girls, and they're like drawing things. And, and I'm like, I can't believe that this is where we are as a yeah, society. And me and Joanne, we have like, which she's coming back on in like two weeks, February 5th. Joey, be there for that. I will. I have a surprise for you to that. But anyways, me and her have this like ongoing joke and we talk to each other and it's about people making money in stupid ways. And these little kids ha- are set for life by drawing and being filmed and putting it on YouTube. It's wild. Not and gonna, my daughter watches them. Not, not going to name any names, but you could, walk into, you could walk into Target and this particular kid has a whole bunch of merchandise um, that's like the crap we used to get when we'd go to Discovery Zone, spend five hundred dollars, and get like a little sticky toy. Is it that, um, mm-hmm. is it that kid? Um, what's his uh, something Playhouse? Uh, the, the, yeah, uh-huh. he he got a show on Nickelodeon. He, but he grew up now. Yeah, he's like nine or ten now, like or maybe even eleven. But he definitely started when he was like five or six, just unboxing things. And I just don't, I don't get. You it. could say it. I don't get you Ryan. Ryan, Ryan's I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. You know what? My kids watched him, and I don't get my older one. He like watches people play video games. I'm like, go play the fucking video game. Why are you watching someone else play the I game? I think most kids want like the upper hand to try to watch somebody. I, but then they don't play it. But then it's also like entertainment value. Like you know? I want, if I want to play a game, I get it. Like I went on game FAQs when I was a kid. If I got stuck, or we bought the guides, this is how old I am. I have a coworker who watches my brother play video games. He's like, "Yo, your brother's Twitch is hilarious." I'm like, mm-hmm. "I'm, I'm sure it is, but I'm not gonna sit there and watch my brother play video games for two hours." Well, look, look, I don't, I don't mind so much throwing on an occasional Twitch and watching someone stream something, but I'm talking about like they'll go on and they'll watch these guys like play the whole game. I'm like, "What's the purpose?" And then not play the game. I go, "What's the purpose?" If you wanted the story of the game. Play the game. So I would like to consider myself a gamer. Like I game out of a seven day week, probably like three to four times, you know, and I put a couple hours in if, if I don't get yelled at, you know, I feel that. But recently, and I watch, I'm guilty of this, but I'm guilty of it for a reason. And I don't spend hours doing it. 
there's a, a game that came out that's supposed to be like Pokemon with, with guns. Oh, Power World. Right. It actually came out today. yesterday. Today. Today. Yes. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, The right, early right, release right. was uh, was yesterday. That's the, right. My friend had it on early release. That's right, what it was. Yeah. Some of them have it on early release. came out officially today, Friday. Um, well, at least he told me he had it on early release unless, unless he bootlegged it. No, because so, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of streamers and they were they were playing it and the early release was the 18th and the 17th. It came out Friday. So that's today, the 19th. And it is insane. Yeah. He, he's so excited about playing it's Pokemon sold, with guns. It's sold already. At the time we're filming this, it already sold. Mind you, it released today. It already sold over a million something copies. That's ridiculous. And the reason it's doing so crazy, it's Pokemon with guns. People are like, the Pokemon fanatics are like going crazy. They're like, all oh, these stole images and this, this and that, whatever. So the last couple of days. Yeah, I, I heard that chatter online. Right. They stole images. They did this. They did that. Nintendo's going to do a cease order. So like, I'm like, all right. I downloaded it today as soon as I got home. But before I downloaded it, I was like, let me see what it's about. But people were playing it online. And I played it for about 10 minutes before coming here to, to record. And it's not for me. It, I, it's too complicated. You got to build this. You got to catch these guys. You die. You're, you're, you lose all your shit. You got to go back and pick it up. Yeah, it's I can't like, play games like I, that. It's, it's too much for me. That sounds like Souls. Dark it, Souls. Exactly. It's exactly what it reminded me of. Because I've died a thousand times when I was trying to play that game. Uh, and I had to go find it. And before I went to find it, I got killed again and lost it. It was retarded. Not for me. Anyways, I was watching... On Wednesday, I was watching on Thursday before today I came home and downloaded it. And you know what? I was guilty of watching someone play the game. But that's only because I wanted to know if this is something that I want to play. So it was it was good it was good enough for me to watch a couple of people play it to actually try it out. And then essentially it wasn't for me. Also for purposes like there's this some ROM hacks that I played. Right, recently, mm-hmm. you can download them on your phone. You're not supposed to technically could do it, but whatever, everyone does. Well, it. if you own the game, technically, it's not illegal. So, a couple of Pokemon ROM hacks. I was on YouTube watching people play it. Like, how do I? Because they change the the makers of these these hacks. Right, they change certain things. So, I watched a couple of people play. I'm like, yo, where the hell is this? Because it's not where it used to be. I just watch. That's when I watch those type of people. Right, but that's a little different. That's, I mean, again, we also lost a lot, and I. We'll get right back to social media, but we lost a lot of, although I'm happy to see that it's been coming back lately, at least on PlayStation, the demos, right? You see demos are coming back again. We used to get the demo discs. This is how old we are. Right. You used to get like five games on the demo disc and play them. Um, the trials that they put out on PlayStation, if you have that subscription, or like, I get it. These guys, they get the games early and you could watch to see. I'll even watch a gameplay trailer. I have no problem with that. It's like the kids will watch... But the whole fucking game, what's the purpose? What's the purpose of watching the whole game? Because then why would I play it? Well, honestly, I've seen the whole story. I'm a gamer who, like, you know, I know there's people out there that, that game for different reasons. I game for story. If I watch the whole story played in front of me, there's no reason for me to play it. None. That's true. I mean. I think we're also at a point, too, where, where games are so expensive, where a lot of young kids don't have access to purchase some of these games. So they're like, all right, let me watch somebody play the game. See if I like it enough. That's to that's maybe a valid ask point. my parents think, to buy it. I don't think that way, but I mean, you know, that's that's why I like the demos coming back because it gives them an opportunity to try it. Yeah. Um, even if it's like like my Remember kids the Tony will try Hawk it. demos. You play those over and over and over. That was one of my favorite songs of all time, and all I could do was the 1080. But that song that they and I would always change the track to get to that one song. I don't remember the name of it, but it was always that one. The Superman song. 
Maybe. I, I honestly don't remember. But Here I am. No, well, I know that song. No, no, no. There was another one. It was just it was just music in the back. It was so great. Bad Religion? Was it Bad Religion? I don't remember, bro. There's a place where everybody... No, there was no music. It was no lyrics. It was just sound. Just just the instrumental. But, bro, oh, okay. this is how old we are. Like, I remember that, and I was like, this, that was interesting to me. I also am now, like, gotten to a point where um, I like the pixelated games, like the ones that look more retro than current games and i have next gen tech like the best gen tech and i'm still like no nah, i'd rather play that because it's got more interesting story or blah 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 like they obviously you could see they didn't waste money on the graphics they wasted their money on the writers and i'm okay with that i bought and my coworker put me onto this um this thing called an amber nick i showed you it yep mm -hmm. it looks like a game boy they make it specifically to look like old things so i have one that looks like an snes control i have one that looks like a game boy it comes preloaded with, with over right? 22,000 games. I had my coworker add a couple of games on there for me. So recently I've turned on um, Power Rangers the movie with Ivan Ooze. Oh, I love that game. And I'm playing through that. And it, yo, dude, it brings back such nostalgia. But I'm guilty of doing the same thing. Like games that are side-scrolling games, they remade Double Dragon. I was a little underwhelmed. Great game, fun. But there's only like six areas to play, and you finish the game in less than like an hour. I'm See, like, that's that's why I'm like te not I'm tempted, but not tempted to get Streets of Rage four because I remember playing Streets of Rage on the Sega Genesis and thinking that game was like holy. They may, aren't they remaking a whole bunch of Sega classics? Yeah, you know and what? They're they, and they're releasing them as one big. Yep, and then there's also a company like called Shinobi. I think, I think the company's called like Blue Dragon or something, and they'll they're they're known for like remaking games, but they're really talented and they take a lot of dedication to remake it so when you get stuff like that i don't mind like final fantasy 8 remastered see like but last of us 2 just came out on playstation 4 and now they're remastering it for playstation 5 like that's a money grab I, it, in my opinion and i've seen the graphics they don't look that it's different. a money grab yeah i mean you know you know I, what game is crazy that flew under the radar and i remember this because i had my own apartment i was by myself and i was like this is sick they remade tecmo super bowl for playstation 3 and i downloaded it and i was playing it online and it was just like the old SNES, NES games. And it was, but was like 3D, but 2D. Oh, you know, so, and it was so good. And I don't know why that game failed, but I looked for it on PlayStation 5 to try to re-download it. Because, you know, they're selling back compatible games via online. They don't have it. But yeah, well, that's why I waited we forever. We want nostalgia now. That's the thing. We're at that age where we miss our old age. I, I waited we forever. See, I lent this to Mikey years ago. He lent me, we switched games. He gave me Zenit Gears. I gave him Legend of Dragoon. I don't know if he ever gave it back, and I don't mind, because whatever. I, I don't think I ever gave him back Zenit Gears, but um, I could not find my copy of Legend of Dragoon, and I, I fucking love that game. And they finally re released it on PlayStation like last Christmas. And I was like, yes. But now it also has like save, save slates or save states. Save states yeah. And I'm like, these kids nowadays are never going to understand how hard it was when there was no such thing as autosave. Mm -hmm. All right? Now, all of that aside, because we totally flew up off the topic, unless you got something else to add, no, Joey. No. Not so, really, because I added video gamers in the monologue, so no, we're not off track. All right, good, good. So, um, impact of social media on teens. And I'm gonna, it, it, I know I have younger than teens, but we'll start with teens, because that's really where, yeah. right. So this is really where, like, you're going to see a majority of it. Now, it trickles down, so, obviously. See, our kids are older than Joey's. So he's like taking notes and he's like, you guys corrupted your kids already. My daughter is not going to be corrupted. She's fresh. Still fresh. She's never going to look at a screen until you're fucking tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take notes. 
Wow. Listen, she already watches Miss Rachel and all those, you know. Well, that's educational. All those shows. That's where it starts, though. Oh. It starts with the educational, right? Um, all right, so the impact of social media use on things. By the way, like I said, I stopped myself from writing notes. This is four pages that's of notes, crazy. and I stopped. You almost need a stapler. Um, so... Originally, social media was created as a system of support for these kids, and uh, it was their original intent. It was to create a sense of connectedness, to create a social a support network. This is for everybody, especially for those who often felt neglected or left out. So we have these marginalized groups. You know, you knew them. I was one of them. Um, it's grown beyond this parameter. So you had, you had um, people who just felt kind of left out, and this is what this was for. However, it's become such a huge factor in daily lives. 2022 survey of 13 to 17-year-olds with around 1,300 responses. 35% of teens use one of five social media sites more than several times a day. They define more than several times a day as more than three times a day. Okay, getting on and not, I don't mean like staying on, but getting on, getting off, getting back on, getting off, getting back on at least three times a day and at least one of the five major sites. The five major sites being in no particular order, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, Insta, and Facebook. Now, it affects mental health of each uh, person differently based on factors like the amount of time spent online, personal factors like your culture, your economic status, your social standing, what they see and do online, you know, what videos they're viewing, what algorithm has sent their way. We could talk about algorithms all day, but I'll, I'll skip that till later. Um, psychological factors like maturity level or other mental health conditions. So, you know, someone who's a little less mature who goes on and watches dumb videos. We've all watched dumb videos. That's fine. But if you're mature, not mature enough to understand that you're just watching a time suck dumb video and you think it's something you should do and then you do it, that's going to affect you differently than, you know, me watching somebody, I don't know, obviously it's not real, but me watching somebody like drop a cat in an ice bucket, mm -hmm. right? If I drop my cat in an ice bucket, I'm going to get messed up he's gonna jump out of that ice bucket he's gonna claw my face somebody might think that that's a legitimate thing especially with the event of ai advent of ai and all this stuff that we can throw videos and make them up so it's really about maturity level and understanding the difference between what you should do and what you shouldn't do and that's a morality thing which you have to have developed before you get it online because you're not getting taught online that this by the way all this first kind of notes section is all from the mayo clinic so you know that this is like a really good verified source of information it's good because it's coming out of your next notes. Well, that's and true. Mayo Clinic. That's true. But Mayo, Mayo Clinic is, I, I'll defer to them. I think you they, have they know literally more flipped the podcast on its, on, on, on its heels by coming on and doing these notes. So we have like the beauty, we have the brains, and we just have me. <laughs> the brawn. The brawn. There you go. The brawn. Um, no, you are the, the glue that holds us together, Billy. Part of the Ghostbusters race dance. That's right. Billy is looking like the uh, the guy from uh, Ancient Aliens, Ancient aliens yeah, right now. Make sure aliens. Can we do a side by side? She's, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll, when I clip this this little segment, I'll add it in and I'll do a side by side. I'll take a picture for, and she literally said this the other day. Like literally, she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm growing my hair out. I haven't done it in a while." She goes, "You look like the guy from Ancient Aliens," and she pulled up the picture, and then my daughter proceeded to fuck my hair up. And, and he gets so, a pin of that ancient plane on, on, his, on the on the flip the side of yeah. on the <laughs> flip one. side of this. I look like the wish version of Mister Clean. So <laughs> we have fresh cut Mario Lopez right here. <laughs> all right, we're all getting clipped, are we? <laughs> all right, uh, pros and cons of social media. Here's let's talk about the pros first. We'll get to the cons in a second. Um, 
Pros, healthy use, creation of social networks of like-minded people who provide support. This is good because there are people, there are kids that have a lack of support offline. They're lonely. Um, they're marginalized groups. You're going to think of your LGBTQs, uh, racial minorities, things like that, that don't have, you know, when we live in urban environments, especially big cities, you, you tend not to see it like that, especially when you live in certain neighborhoods. But, like, when you think of, like, just pick pick places in the middle of the country where, you know, the percentage of non-white people is smaller than you're accustomed to in the city, that happens. So especially there is where you kind of need these social medias. Um, long-term medical conditions. So people who are in the hospital, like just long-term, like Bubble Boy, is it just, it's a terrible name, but it's a good way to picture it. Like if you have a lot of diseases or anything where you can't actually be out in people, this is a way to connect. Or, you know, when you're stressed out and you just want to unwind, you can do and watch dumb shit mm-hmm. on the internet. Mm-hmm. All right. You can just go, you can go doom scroll on Instagram for an hour. Like when I go on Instagram and I'm scrolling, it's usually I'm trying to find some videos that I want to throw up every morning. Like I always throw up a motivational like clip every morning and I don't want to repeat them. So I try and find new ones. Um, but there'll be times where I'll doom scroll and I'll just be like, oh, that's a dumb video. Oh, that's a funny video. Oh, that's a funny video. And then before you know it, it's like an hour later and you're all messed up. So just just keep that in mind. It also lets teens do the following. Is another pro here. You can connect with other teens, we hope. We'll talk about the flip side of that in a second. You can ask for or seek help for medical or mental health issues. You may not want to ask somebody in real life that you know because you're embarrassed. Uh, you know, we, we grew up in a generation where men really didn't ask about mental health, you know, um, before Supernatural, when 19, when you introduced me to Supernatural, I was fucked up in the head, man. Like, I had some bad issues, and that kind of grounded me for the next 14 years. And then COVID killed it because I was like, oh, no, it ended. And then it didn't end. And then it ended again. So it was like double death for me. Um, so you've got that option. Uh, you feel safe enough to talk about certain issues because you don't have to worry about being in a public forum because you can do them in private chats. But there's also the unhealthy side of social media. Now, this is the con side of social media. Distraction from work, distraction from relationships, distraction from health, doom scroll. When I say stressing out and killing like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, fine. But if that's all you do every day and you'd rather be online than in person, if you go online and it affects your ability to work your day job if you go online and it affects your relationship with your family or your significant other or your children and you know you're more interested on what you see online than what you see in person if it affects your health because you would rather scroll than get up to go to the bathroom or you'd rather scroll than get up to eat and you're scrolling for 10 hours and miss three meals because you're on instagram watching dumb videos or youtube like those are problems those are serious problems that can affect you and again, we're seeing this trickle down to younger children as more younger children get on these social media sites. You know, when we were kids, uh, Facebook, you had to actually have your college curriculum to have Facebook come to your college. And then it became college graduates. And then it became high school kids. And then it became everybody because they want to make more money on ad revenue, which is a different story. Um, there's also incorrect, whether by negligence or by malice, information available online. All right. You have people who just put it up there because they think they know better or just put it up there just to share it. And you got people who put it up there to on purpose give you misinformation. 
Um, and then there's rumor mongering. It's very easy. Yes, we can disaggregate data and we don't have to rely on one media source anymore. But just like we spoke the last time Dario was on or one of the last times, I said the flip side of that is I can disaggregate the data and, but put all this wrong stuff out there and you don't know what to believe anymore. I can say, you know, Billy got his hair from a third world market and that's why his hair looks the way it does and that's why it's growing out. And then, you know, a thousand people are on there and I hire bots and now all of a sudden you got a wig, you got a toupee, and you got to deal with these negative comments about your hairline for the next couple of months. Or like um, Joe Rogan took uh, horse dewormer to fight COVID, which, right. you know, but go ahead. Right. I mean, it's it's just, again, whether by negligence or by malice, okay? There's cyberbullying. It's 24-7 harassment now, man. Like, look, when we were kids, you know, and I, I feel old saying that, but it's reality. The This generation has it worse in a sense because when we were younger, the, the internet was just growing, was just becoming. And if we got into a fight, that was it when we left the spot of the fight. Like, unless they physically followed you home, fight over. Now, fight in school means... Fight after school means fight on the weekends. Fight when you're on vacation. As soon as you open your phone, they're doing a TikTok about you. They're doing a snap about you. And it's never direct. It's always an indirect message. But you know it's about you or you think it's about you because you're already on. Your, ha your haunches are up and you're already assuming negative things. So this is like this is the mindset that we're building into these kids. Right. Um, online predators I talked to you about. Hopefully they're connecting with other teens. But who remembers ASL? Uh, I could tell you I'm an 18-year-old male from, I don't know, Canada, but I could be a 58-year-old female from New Zealand. You don't know. I mean, that, right. That's that's what it was back in the day. There was no video. There was no pictures. It was really just you said what you were, and either you bought it or you didn't. But now it's even more complicated. I used to watch that show, Catfish, and that was... When internet was, you know, growing, it was growing, but you know, you had access to most of these people that were catfishing, you know, were on social media. Mm -hmm. And I always thought to myself, like after watching just like twenty minutes of the episode, like I'm, how I'm could like, you not know? How could you not know? You spoke to this person for a month and a half and never saw a real live video, and never saw a, a live video. You never got an updated photo. They canceled the dates four times. Like, yo, dude, that's a red flag to me. Like, it happened to me plenty of times. You know what I mean? Like, I literally would, would cut shit off. I'm like, you, you canceled on me, like, twice, three times. And you have the same pictures. You know, beat around the bush when I asked for you to send, oh, like, send me a picture of you, you know, at the coffee bar. Nothing. So that's what I would cut it off. I'd watch that show. I'm like, you fell for it. And once in a while, once in a while, You'd get an episode where it was legit. And you'd be like, how the fuck did that? Like, why didn't you just send them a picture? You know, like, what, the, like, blew my mind. Blew my mind. It still happens. Yeah. It's, I mean, still and, and again, with, it's very simple to clip someone's photos, make your profile. Like, I, I follow a lot of, um, you know, fitness and nutrition people. And I will, and I know what their actual profiles are because I talk to them. I've had conversations with them and then I'll get like, you have a friend request from da 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 And it's the same person, but like underscore one or coach one or whatever. You know, Joanne just dealt with that, right? 
she someone took her like uh, five random clips and I thought I saw she posted about she that. She did, right? and and I got the message on TikTok, and I knew it wasn't her. I, I'm like positive, like because I think it was on TikTok they did it, and I was like, oh, this is what she was talking about. So they still have the page active. It's uh, not her, obviously, and um, you know it, it happens. Like you could steal someone's page. It happened to Dario. And you I, know why? It's why Dario's not on Instagram. And I feel like that's so. And it's such a it's such a clown move because you're gonna get him back on Instagram. <laughs> It, right, we do. But it, it's such a clown move because you know how hard it is to get... Because I've reported sites like that or I've reported profiles like that. And even the actual people, like the actual legitimate people who can prove that they are who they are, report these things and they're still up. They don't take them down. I mean... There's money to be made on Instagram and all these platforms. So, of I, course, I'm not people are going to, you know, make just, duplicate uh, Profiles. That's why like, you gotta be, so gonna be like, or is it another Listen, dimension? You know, you know, you it's know, another dimension. It's another dimension. <laughs> you know, you've made it if they copy the say say what again Billy podcast and start reposting our stuff. Oh, oh, I am so happy I'm verified because like <laughs> I never thought that I would get to like all right five thousand to some people is like yeah it's nothing you know my cousin is like six hundred thousand yeah it's crazy what she's doing Sandy Picone go check her out but. I'm like if I ha- if I got hacked. Like, that's not a plug. That's yeah, it is. A plug. It is a plug. <laughs> my cousin, but if you know, like if I got hacked, right, and lost, and some of the reels I've done recently have done very well, I would be heartbroken. Like I'd be, I have to start all over again. I would be f- so fucking heartbroken. Yeah, yeah, and I could only imagine like these guys who do that. And and I'll talk to you about some of the um, the bigger numbers. It's funny, it's because it came up in church this past. Um, this past week, I believe, or maybe it was a couple of weeks ago, but um, if I'm right, Sunday was a long way ago. <laughs> it's Friday, Sunday's a long time ago. Sunday's a couple of days from now, but see, I'm lucky I remember yesterday being Thursday. Anyways, um, where was I? See, now I confuse myself with dates. This is what happens. Uh, unrealistic, okay, so online predators, right? Then you got unrealistic views of bodies. This is nothing new. They've been doing this in print ads forever. I mean, Victoria's Secret, you've seen commercials, you've seen um, prints. And so, yeah, we had these bulimic, anorexic uh, bodies. Tell what this is after. All right, which is, which is, okay, unrealistic for most people because they just wouldn't eat or whatever. And I'm not knocking models because I know they have hard lives as far as, like, getting to where they are when they're up at the top echelons. Like, I understand. I get it. It takes a lot to get there. But... Then that would like people who naturally are are curved people, people who naturally have different body types, would be like trying to get there, and you can't. Well, now you got social media with airbrushing and photoshopping makes it even worse. I mean, we can go to examples where like I think Kardashian. The, the modeling industry is kind of dead because of that, right? Like, I think when you, when you go to agencies now, they ask you, like, let's say you go to Ford, a modeling agency, or you go to. Uh, uh, what are some of these other big ones? Uh, BMG and there's a few other ones. Anyway, when, when, when you go when you go to them, they Joey's ask got they, three they, they, they ask you for your uh, social media plugs. Now it's like, why is that relevant? Because if you already have a following, you're you're easier to sell to whoever. You know? Right, you already have a pre built brand. Yep. It makes it easier for them. For sure. What about the? Because um, this is in the same field. I'm sure you guys have went. It's on. It's on YouTube. Very little on TikTok. The guy that um, he's like, you don't need to do cardio for a six pack. 
You also don't need to to eat vegetables 24-7 to have a six-pack, right? And now everyone's attacking him. And I'm following this guy on YouTube. He's a um, health nutritionist and doctor, and he's out of Lehman College. And he's, like, bashing that guy. And so you have people on Instagram, all over social media, putting out these bogus workouts, right? Like, we all know, in order to see results... You have to put in work. You have to put in work. Not only do you have to put in work, but... And not just because I'm doing this now because of you, but 90% of how you look is what you eat, how you eat Very and true. all that, right? I've seen... Because people, mo- most most guys that like hit the gym kind of regularly, even if they don't diet, once they shred down, you have a lot of good muscle tone under there and you didn't realize you had you, you looked like that once you shredded down. Right. So it is what you eat. So these people, there's people you on... You work a bad diet. There's people, exactly. There's people on there. That are like, oh, if you do this every day or four or five times a week, you'll get abs. And that's all they're saying on their videos. No, that's right. totally... Then, f- then give me ten ninety nine, and I'll give you the secret to how I do it too. That's a pyramid scheme, right? They're selling you, buy my plan. And when you go to buy the plan, plan don't exist. Dude, I'm telling you, it's, it's crazy. It's starting to get exposed now a little bit, the fitness industry. It used to be all these magazines came out, buy this protein shake, buy this fat loss pill, buy this, buy that. Because no one really actually knew how bodybuilders were doing it. How are they building muscle and losing fat? They stuck with a strict caloric intake every single day for multiple days, multiple months. And no one knew that that, that literally is the hack. There's nothing else to it. Like there's no magic pill. There's like, yeah, steroids are going to make you bigger or stronger. But as far as like, you want your abs to show, you want body you fat to come to down. You, you, have to do you have to put in work in the kitchen. And, and this is the problem with the fitness industry is that most people believe that there is an easier no it has to be that they're doing something because they're eating this and they're eating that no their their work rate is very high so you're seeing them eat junk on occasion and they can get away with it because they're not sedentary like you you right. know what I mean? That's There's the, no pill that they're taking. They're, they might be selling you that pill, but what they don't tell you is that they're doing like an hour of cardio every day. Also, a lot of these people you see on social media that are in the nutrition field, this is their well-being. This is their bread and butter. They're doing this every single day and they're making money doing it. So you, you go to a, like guys like us, right? Going to guys like us who work, right? You do your work. Joey does his work. We can't be in the gym four or five hours a day. No. We can't go there at five in the morning. Unless I build my own gym. But go five in the morning and do our fasted cardio. Because there's a lot of people do that, right? Yeah. Like there's a guy that I'm working with trying to get him on the podcast in the coming months. He does fasted cardio every morning. That's his first thing he does. Then he goes home or he goes to clients. Each personal trains now. I don't even think he does his regular job anymore. I think last time I spoke to him, he said he's done with it. He trains people now. He does his fasted cardio. He goes, trains a couple of clients. He's eating his meals. He's pre-made for the week, whatever. And then later in the day or midday, he goes back to the gym, second time, and he's a member of like 20 gyms, and then he does his weights. And then he's done for the day, and then he goes back and trains more clients. These are people, and his Instagram page, over 130, uh, 120. He's trying to maximize his time because it's hard to do your cardio and your weight training. Right, but, but just what I'm saying is that for the average working American, you can't do that. You can't do it. And the people like in Hollywood, like The Rock, or like actors like uh, like Hugh Jackman, he just he's gonna be Wolverine again, right? He got shredded again. He he is that is his job. He's preparing for this movie, so he has four, five, six months before he starts shooting. Hey, 
I'm doing this movie. He's paid they get he's getting paid to do it, millions of dollars. He has he has a dietitian, a guy's he's coming to a, a yeah. Meal prepping. He's got a guy cooking for him, and they're just like Mr. Jackman. You just got to eat this when I, at this time and this and that, how easy is it for them? Of yeah. course. I mean, I do a lot of that, right? I eat healthier. I plan ahead. I pre-track my food. The reason I latched on with the company I work with, First Form, the reason I work for them is because they don't sell any magic bullshit. There's no magic bullshit. It's be consistent, work hard, track your food, right? Because 80% of it is tracking, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not actually, you cannot work a bad diet. It's impossible. I'd say like 90% of it is tracking. Right. I mean, you know. We we could we could argue some to see that, but we agree that it's, you could put ten percent of your efforts into the gym, thirty minutes a day, and if your diet is great, you're gonna look like you are Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, and you know you got to put your focus on it, and that's what it is. And a lot of people don't want to do that. And when you see these, also when you see these social media influencers, it's curated; they pick and choose what they're putting out there. Um, but yeah, I get up fasted. I work out. I have little children, so I have to go to the gym in the morning at five a.m. My cardio, which I'm doing right now, I'm doing two a days because I'm doing a program. My cardio is at night, usually usually four to six, somewhere in that range if I can nail it out. Otherwise, it's got to wait till they go to bed, which means I'm going for either a walk, jog, or run at like nine o'clock at night to get my 45 minutes outside, okay? So it's a pain in the ass. I also, my wife makes my food. Like she, I, I give her the recipe. I say, this is what I'd like. She goes out and gets it and she preps it for me celebrities like that who are getting paid to be in movies have all of it done for them. So yeah, if I didn't have my wife and I didn't intentionally do certain things, like I listen to things while I'm at the gym to help me intentionally use my time for multiple things. Cause if I didn't do multiple things at once, I'd never be able to, because guess what? Then I still got to go to my nine to five. I still got to work a day. Their work day is going to the gym and eating and maybe doing some, uh, I don't know, fight training because they got to learn how to do fight moves, fight choreography. Or maybe they're taking dance so that they can improve their footing for the fight scenes. But, like, this is legitimately their day. That's their job. Their job is to eat and work out at that point. Mm-hmm. It's not my job. It's not your job. It's it's not always pleasurable. But we do it because we want to do it. They're doing it because they're getting paid. To, whether they want to or not, but they're getting paid for it, too. I mean, also, you're doing it, too, because people there's people out there that don't listen to the bullshit on the news, because I've seen plenty of it in the last two years, where they're saying, working out is racist, right? You've seen that. That's wild to me, right? I don't know how you come up with that. Then, yeah, and then, they, and then that was, like, during COVID, too, like, math. after COVID, yeah. Math. math is, yeah, but this is, the, we're talking fitness, right? Um, going to the gym can decrease your life. I saw that recently. I'm like... Right. Nothing to do with 2021 and what came out from 2021 to, you know, recently, right? It, the crazy things like that you're seeing online. It's just and, semantical studies where they, so, they'll cherry pick certain information. Right. Like, hey, this so, study so suggested. Pizza, pizza can also make you live longer or pizza I, can I make you that live New York less. Post so nonsense. Pizza's always been one of the better cheat meals to have because it's the cleanest and the healthiest as opposed to like Chinese food or McDonald's. To yeah, and, I, and I make my own Chinese food now. But so. listen, long story short is what I was trying to say is people are listening to social media and the news that's on social media and they're like, you know what? It's okay to be fat. And it's okay to be over. I'm beautiful the way I am. Incorrect information. And I literally saw. I literally saw a video the other day, right? And it was a girl on TikTok, 
It's like, yeah, exercise may and like, she was put some strain in your life. And but is it? So will that double cheeseburger from McDonald's? You know, what I mean? probably more so than the exercise. So whatever nonsense. I saw the study. It was like one study. It's it was has no control group. Wasn't you know randomized. So it's a nonsense study that and the New York Post just likes to post. I'm gonna play this video. Like, right? You ready for this? This is the video I saw the other day. And 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 this is. Listen to what the people are saying, and then the person. This is that, an influencer talking. No, uh, yeah, I guess you could say, but or they're uh, a budding influencer. But but just listen to the clip. Just because I'm fat, that doesn't invalidate the things that I say. She died. You ready to get supersized? She died too. Today I got the big fruit loop. He's dead. Join me on my fat positive radio show, which didn't last long because she died. Just she just played clips, literal clips from people that are, and we're not fat shaming here, just to make it very clear for everyone listening. She is playing clips from people that were scientifically, clinically obese. And then they were on these shows promoting that, which is unhealthy. I'm not sugarcoating, I'm not trying to play the PC side. It is not healthy. To be overweight, right? They're playing. She's. They're playing. She's playing clips from their shows that are advocating for you to be not healthy. And she just went through like four clips of these people. They all died from obesity, heart problems, diabetes, things of that nature. They're all dead. Mm -hmm. And online, people are literally saying there's reports. The New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, that some things that they're putting out there, working out to be healthy is not healthy. That's what they're trying to so insinuate. The people, who are, the, people, the people who are already kind of compromised and overweight, they'll see something like that and they'll be like, ah, you see, I knew it. I'm going to die either way. Let me not work out or let me not try to get healthy and lose some of this body fat. Screw it because it, it's bad for me anyway. It's a double-edged sword. I'm damned if I do. And I'm, that's like negative thinking. And that's what they want you to right. do. I hate that is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. I, I, I've used that expression before, but when it comes to this, like I get body positivity. I don't think anybody here is against body positivity. And nobody here is fat shaming. But you cannot sit here and tell me medically being overweight. And I've been overweight my entire life. Like this is this last two years is a totally different version of me. And you've known me a long time. You, do. you were you were a big boy. Um being overweight, being obese is unhealthy for you. It's going to shorten your lifespan. It is because there will be medical conditions, there will be comorbidities, there will be things that come up because of it. Medical fact. I'm not saying anything that's an opinion. So I know someone. I'm not going to say where I know them from. And um, they're big. They're big. They're a big guy, right? Um, more on the side of like they're a big dude. Like they can throw weight around, but you know, they're hefty at the same token, right? They eat whatever they want. Every day, eat whatever they want. And then throughout the course of the day, they'll, they'll grab a coffee with sugar and they'll grab cookies and do you know, this dude is a fucking ox, bro. Like, he could lift crazy weight. He can outlift all three of us. I'm not lying when I say that. Um, you know, they have issues with sleeping. You know, I don't know if it's sleep apnea, but I think it might have something to do with possibly their weight. I think they've made it known from, you know, the time that I've spoke with them. Um, randomly falling asleep, things of that nature. Like, randomly can fall asleep, like... Sitting here right now, he'll just nod out. It's a factor of the weight, undoubtedly. Um, 
Look, I've heard this before. It's like you can make your life hard now by working out and giving yourself some hardness by going to the gym and, and giving that difficulty, which is stress on your body. Or you can make it hard later when you've got to deal with all these issues that come up because you're not healthy. And, and people don't realize, too, is that you don't have to eat strict, 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 strict. Like, you know, I eat two Sicilians every Friday. I have pasta every Sunday. I had last night I had two slices of salted peanut butter cheesecake. I'm just saying like this is I don't have restrictions that prevent me from eating anything as long as I plan for it. If I plan it out and I measure for it, then I can manage it and I can do whatever I want. I I could work. The tracking you guys got me doing. Because if you guys are, you know, listening, it's been mentioned in the episode, Joey and, and Nick track their food and they've convinced me to do it. And I joined Nick's first form, uh, you know, app and company. And I've been using it for the last few weeks and I have dropped weight. It is a little tedious in the beginning. There's no sugarcoating it because if you've never done it. But I, I look at what I make now. I look at the packaging and I measure everything up. And I'm like, all right, I just made three bags of pasta with, with ground beef and I put it in how many, how much the ounce is in. And, you know, you calculate everything. And I've been feeling better and I'm subconscious. So today for, for, for lunch real quick, you know, after getting out of work and going, going home, I grabbed myself a burger. And I only had half of that burger. Went, picked it up, went home. I had half of the burger. I had the waffle fries and like four little pieces of a, of a boneless wing, Right. And during the day I had coffee and a protein bar. And then, you know, like it's, it's moderated moderation. I have days where I don't have no junk food. Everything is clean. And I'll have a day where I eat clean all day and I'll throw in one little thing of like a, a, a piece of a cookie, but it's tracked and it's all balanced out. So, you know, the whole day, instead of having junk, 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 See, and just you eating. just, you just call it like a, a cheat. And I know we are way off here, but. That's not a cheat. You know why it's not a cheat anymore? I'm really sure Joey can tell you why it's not a cheat because you already planned for it. A cheat meal is like all of a sudden you just decide on the cuff to have something bad for you, some high intense like you know processed sugar. That's a cheat meal, like and not planning for it and not accounting for it until after the fact. You say, all right, I got all my protein in. I got all my you know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to hit my calories today. I got all my water in. I got my workout in. I got my movement in. Okay. Go have your fucking cookie. Like, you're not cheating by doing that. Yeah, Joey, didn't you say that you were drinking beers to hit your calorie mark for the show? Like, when you're like, oh, I was like, what? Well, towards the end, I was, I was having a little, uh, not, not even to just hit my calorie mark, but I was having a... And occasionally, like barley hydrates you well. A lot of people don't know that. So you know, if you, if if if, I, if I'm not prepping for a show, for I can, I can throw in I can throw in a beer because it's tracked. You right. know, on the, the the game changes, horarade, beef and barley, mushrooms, mushrooms. There it is. It only took a while on that one. Yep. Mushrooms. But you know, uh, you can you can kind of fit anything into your calories so long as you don't go over. We all have this baseline number within us that we just need to live a certain amount of calories you need to just survive right um and if you go over that you gain weight you if you don't if you stay at it you'll maintain weight and if you stay under it you'll lose weight regardless of exercise or not you just got to find out what that number is there's plenty of there's an actual formula for it there's apps there, out there there's that do plenty it for of you. apps yeah. that do it for you and the whole reason 
which we're going to move forward, that we are talking about this is because influencers on social media are giving you false information. And if you really, 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 really want to do things the right way, look up companies that have validity to it. And I'll give them a plug. Go check out First Form. Go download their app. Check out their brand. They give you, they, you could pick a, a coach and they will help you out. I just happen to be lucky that I got a good coach. Actually, I have two coaches, technically. I got Nick on the app, who's helping me out. I got Joey, who's been helping me. Joey helped me out a year and change. He helped me pass this test. Even though I didn't get what I wanted to get in the long run, I was probably the healthiest I was. I felt better, but thanks to Joey. And now I'm doing something different. And I still incorporate vegan stuff into my diet. I just don't do it full-time because I, per per se, can't do it. I've been told that by a doctor. But continue on forward out of this diet talk because... We wait for the bodybuilder to show us everything. Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, that was fun. That was a nice, fun little side note. Um, unrealistic. That started with unrealistic views of bodies, by the way, which is social media. That's, um, again, it didn't start there, but it's it's become worse. No, but there. at least it gives people some insight to know that, like, hey, you're, you're, if, if you don't know, now you know. You, you've been... You've been bamboozled. You've been you've been lied to. We never you know, really like, go off People track. are like, oh, I'm, I'm taking deer antler. I, how many times have you gone to the gym and there's a gym bro telling you like everything that he's you know taking from GNC? And I'm like, you don't need all that shit. You know, like, we don't really go. And off they're looking track. at you like, oh, what do you take? What, yeah. What's are, yo? Are you on a cycle or this? And it's like, no, man, I'm just counting my, my food. We don't really go off track. I like to I like to look at it. We we don't go off track. We go in depth. Very true. We go in depth. Right. So. Yeah. Can, Mile deep, not uh, and an inch wide, not uh, not the other way around. Um, okay, so risk taking challenges. This is something where influencers are like a thing, especially TikTok, right? You know, we had lists for months, and in the field of education, one of the things I would do is I would try and keep a track on an eye on, like, oh look, this is the TikTok challenges. Keep your eye on this. Grab a teacher on the rear end. Destroy a bathroom. Do this, steal a car. Like you learn. I mean, I swear to God, Kias and Hondas started getting stolen because they showed them how to do it on social media. So risk taking and challenges can lead to short or long term harm. Okay, including in very severe cases, death, like the Tide Pod challenge. If you if you couldn't tell, I had to take a deep breath on that one because like I can't imagine how Ooh, dumb. Were they doing eating Tide Pods? They were eating Tide Pods. Yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's it's Darwinism. At least you know we. We're, yeah, I, I heard that one too. Like yeah, we're thinning the herd dumb of enough the, to of eat the a dumb. Tide Pod. Yeah. You, listen, you shouldn't be on the internet. I watched the video right, and I got like the most hateful comment from some random person who is just you're an idiot. You know what the field I work in, right? Yeah. So there was like a herd of people. And this is quick. I'm not going off topic. It was a herd of people. About like 10 people, right? Several people. And there was a fucking moose. They were like going to the moose. Going close to this moose, right? And the guy's videoing them. Now, you don't know when he started videoing. He could have told them, I wouldn't do that before he started videoing. And you could see that he's clearly videoing from a distance. And all these people. Mixed kids and teens, and even a couple of adults thrown in there were trying to get close to this animal. Mm. That is a big that is a big no-no, right? That animal, if it charges you and you're that close, will throw you a country mile. You'll be dead. You'll be, yes, or severely injured, right? So he's videoing, and he's saying, right, I wouldn't do that. I would back off. I'm telling you, back off, right? 
And the comments were like, oh, he's, he's, he's saying it. He should have told them. He should have went there and no, dude, he probably did tell them. And these people, this signs, I'm 99% sure there's signs in whatever park. Don't touch the moose. Do not go near the wild animals. Don't feed the moose. Don't, right? There's, there's signs where I work. Do not feed the wild animals that are no, out. We're so far removed from nature that people just do dumb so shit. I well, city people, right? So, a city, a city so I commented on the video. I commented, I said, this is natural selection in its purest. And someone commented, oh, you know, he could have told them. He could have did something. And I, and I re- everything I just said, I put in the comment. And I got, not only did I get a lot of likes from the initial comment, I got a lot of likes from my response to that idiot who was saying he should have did something. No, common sense. It's a wild fucking animal that's towering over you. That's any bit of eight hundred pounds or more. It's, you're, it, you're a threat. You're in its space. Like, Get out of you my should face. just use your common sense. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. Before I continue on, can I know was it with a squirrel? No, <sighs> it wasn't with a squirrel. Well, because you know moose and squirrel go together, right? Yes, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Sam and Dean. <laughs> um, this is Mike. I will plug that every week until we get Jared and Jensen to pop their heads in here. Yeah. I don't care. It'll happen. I'm going to put that out in the universe. All right. Uh, it's linked to time spent. So the unhealthy social media is linked to how often you're on there. Three hours a day or higher. Uh, or three hours a day equals a higher risk of mental health concerns. This is based on a survey of more than 6,500 12 to 15-year-olds in the years between 2013 and 14. So it's only gotten worse. More than three times a day, same effects. Now, that particular study was done in England of 13 to 16-year-olds, and that had at least 12,000 participants in the study. Um, It's also linked to what they do. So self-harm, illegal acts, eating disorder videos all lead to greater concern for mental health. You watch them do it, you do it, that's a problem because now we have to worry about your mental health. You get bulimic, you get anorexic because you watch them do it. You watch them eat stupid things like eat a Tide Pod, right? Um, You know, oh, punch yourself in the face. Or throw yourself into this. See if you can break the glass with your with your elbow like they do in the movie. All these stupid things, which they're not really doing for the most part, unless they're high when they're doing them. For the most part, what they're doing is some very creative videotography. Okay? Uh, and there's also stress posting. You know, the unhealthy part of that is when you're pissed off. That's why they tell you, like, when you write an email and you're angry, don't send it. Let it sit there. Don't delete it. Let it sit there. Go to bed. Wake up the next day and look at that email. Read it again. Guarantee you, you won't send it. If you've actually given yourself time to sleep and cool off, because you're going to be like, if I send this to my boss, I'm fired. Or if I send this to my coworkers, I'm going to HR. Or if I send this to whomever, something bad is going to happen. Well, there's no, it's an automatic reflex. Think of all these people that got canceled because of stuff they posted when they were teenagers because they were probably pissed off or they thought it was funny. Okay, and it lives there forever. And what I try and teach people is when you do that, it's forever. You know, when we have a conversation, obviously not the podcast, but when we have a conversation off air, it's gone if there's no one else around. When you have it on air or you, that's true. But, especially if we're living in a simulation. But, aliens or aliens, verbal is one thing. (laughs) I'm going to start doing the, you got the mushrooms thing, I'm going to do the aliens thing. That's my plug now. Oh, that's. That's that's their trademark. Okay, so um, 
Those those are the bad things. And then uh, which I I don't agree with the you know the elongated man, the guy who played him on the Flash. Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't I agree it with. I stopped it. watching the Flash after that. I did too. I don't agree with it because when you're like, with um, we're in the range of thirty six to thirty eight years old. And he posted that when he was like in his he, early twenties. Yeah, he posted this kid. He's a kid. You post dumb things. It's years ago. You're gonna fire someone for posting something like, and it wasn't even crazy. Honestly, it really wasn't. He like kind of like said something bad about a girl. Like, have we're all guilty of saying something about somebody at a young age? We're young. We're immature. We haven't learned to mature and grow up. That's a problem. You cannot be held accountable. What you said in a ang- in a moment of anger at a young age cannot define you for the rest of your life. Right, but what so you say, com- what you say, versus what you write, which is there forever. Right, I understand. But listen, let me tell you, it doesn't define you for who you are now. You're correct. Do you know you how many- evolve. There's politicians that have said some wild shit on camera years and years ago, and years they're and years still ago? and they're still mm-hmm. politicians, and they're still sitting in Congress. They didn't say it years and years ago. Some of them. Some of them, yeah, exactly. But I'm just, you know what? Like it's insane. So that's got to change. Listen, before we continue, momentary pause. And we're back. Nick, take us away. All right. Uh, After that nice little break. um, So let's talk about more about, here's some more concept, but this is what we can do as parents to help protect our kids on social media. Set limitations or rules. Now, I know that doesn't sound fun. No social media before homework. No social media at dinner, one hour before bed. Now, that's a good habit regardless, turning off the screens, just so everyone here knows part of, like, you know, obviously, I, I tell you, I'm a trainer. and An hour I do, before bed, no screen time. No screen time because the blue light actually affects your brain. It doesn't let you sleep. It's really supposed to be two hours before bed, but I know a lot of us have a problem with that. Like, some of us have work. Like, I'll have to do work late tonight. Um, so you go buy cheap blue light la- glasses online and you could throw them on. You don't need a prescription or anything like that, like $11 on, on Amazon and up to an hour before bed. But like no more than that. Like you should kill the screen time after that, you know, read a book or listen to music. I don't care, but just don't be staring at a screen. Um, set a time limit. You can give them time limits over the course of the day. Like, all right, you can only have it for two hours for the day total max. Uh, whatever, like that's just a, for whatever example. Uh, whatever rules you set, though, lead by example. I do this where I work. I won't chew gum. I hate gum getting chewed. I don't want to spit on the floor. I don't want to step on it. I won't chew gum. Not while I'm there. As soon as I walk out the building, gum in my mouth. That's fine. I don't care. Not while I'm there. Where you know, wear the uniform. I've always got my uniform on. Now my uniform is obviously a little different than theirs, but like they know I'm there because I'm always in the same. Thing I just do my kids. If I tell them I want this, I do this. If you can't do, I won't do. Can't take the elevator, I walk the stairs. That's my thing. I'm not leading from the back. I'm leading from the front. So you can lead by example. Um, have conversations about it as needed. You know, it's <laughs> when you're kids, you don't want your parents to have that conversation with you. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you did not have that conversation with your parents or you're not old enough to have it with your kids. Um, there's that conversation that eventually you do have to have because eventually you go to an age where you're interested in those kinds of things, okay? Um, you can have them about social media too. Not necessarily that context, but uh, monitor accounts. The American Psychiatric Association um, actually 
is it American Psych APA is American Psychiatric Association or Psycho Psychologist Association? I don't know. It's APA, and they the American Paranormal Association. Not that APA, <laughs> different APA. They recommend regular review during the early teens of their social media accounts. Uh, be explicit in what is and isn't okay to do. Tell them bullying is not okay. Tell them spreading rumors is not okay. Tell them that sharing personal information, whether it's their own or someone else's, which is called doxing, by the way, and is a crime, is not okay. Encourage face-to-face -face interactions. I talked about it before. This has ruined the ability for some people to have... I have friends that have told me, I can't talk to somebody f before talking to them online first. I'm like, that's terrifying. I am an introvert by nature, so it's hard for me to talk to people I don't know unless I'm with people I know. But I will still talk to people in person rather than on a phone. That's me personally. There's people out there that don't like phone conversations no more. They rather text. Yeah. And I personally hate that because I A... I, I never type right on my keyboard because I just, my fingers don't press the right letter. Well, they're not, not real keyboards it's not because, anymore. Yeah, it's not because I'm illiterate. It's just because I can't I hit the wrong on, keys all the time. Hit, so I use audio text and then it comes out the wrong way. So when I have a, I'm, when I'm about to have a conversation and I started off via text, I'm like, fuck it. I'm calling them. And if they don't answer the phone, I'm like, dude, I have too much to text. Then I just proceed to do audio text where I record my voice saying what I'm saying. Right. But that's scary that people don't even want to have... You know, I know phone calls, I know first person to person is better. But if you don't want to have a conversation on the phone and hear right. the person's voice and it's just literal letters, you cannot perceive what that person's intent, is. intent and feelings are. Right. You can hear it in a voice. Right. I'm right? always I'm always a fan of like a good, better, best mentality. Best would be face to face and then like a video conference call like a Zoom or a Facebook or uh, FaceTime or, or Skype or whatever. Then then audio message and last resort text message because you will definitely misinterpret what's being written right versus what's meant exactly and i i always cringe when i'm like i send something i'm like i gotta make sure this is perfect when i send it because i don't want them to mis misread this okay uh well so here's some more data this is from hhs.gov okay 95 percent of 13 to 17 year olds use social media 95 percent two-thirds of these teens use it every day one-third of these teens use it almost constantly, meaning constantly living on it, 13, 14, 15 hours a day, okay? Spending more than three hours per day increases mental health risks. Teens spend, on average, 3.5 hours a day. These will have to have had spiked during the pandemic. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. 46% um, of 13 to 17-year-olds say social media makes them feel worse about their body, yet they're still on it. What can policymakers do to help? Now, we kind of touched on this, and this is the only time I really feel like I'm in agreement with certain policymakers. Um, one point in particular is to further limit access for all, uh, for all children and adolescents. Now, New York State is coming out with what's called this, where they're, they're trying to get, um, the governor's trying to get what's called the Safe for Kids Act. And basically, to sum it up real quick, is anyone under the age of 18 will go back to pre-algorithmic feeds by default. Now, you can get with parental permissions, the ability to go back to algorithmic feeds. But what that means is when social media first started, you just got a stream of how it was chronologically posted. So if you posted at 8.30 and Joey posted at 8.35, Joey's is the most recent on my page and yours is right behind it. Right. I miss those days. Right. You can set it that way, but that's not the default. And then you have to kind of do it almost every time. The bill here would set it on default on all the social media sites for anyone 18 and under. 
on default, you'd only see people you legitimately follow in chronological order. Okay. Um, which is great. But again, I'm sure there'll be workarounds. Addictive. Here's another point about social media. It is addictive, right? Dopamine. The happiness chemical of our brain that triggers when we experience euphoria-inducing moments. Now, people who are like social media influencers and people who are trying to emulate social media influencers. Typically, dopamine is uh, discussed when we talk about um, drug or alcohol or gambling use. So like when you get a win or you get a high or you get drunk, you get these great feelings of euphoria. And it's the phrase used to be chase the dragon, okay, because you're chasing this high that you can never re uh, re-up because it's always never as good, okay? Likes, shares, comments on posts uh, create dopamine highs that teens and adolescents try to chase and replicate because they see these influencers. Oh, they've got millions of likes. <gasps> I have five likes. This is my greatest post of all time. Now I have to, re- now I have to replicate it. Now I have to do better. And now I'm going to spend more time online. And i got to be even better than this guy. Well, this, this influencer posts for 30 seconds once a day and they've got 5 million likes. How come I can't even get 10? I'm going to go kill myself. And I don't say that lightly or flippantly, but like, this is what happens. All right? The only known way to break addiction, this particular addiction that they've seen that works, is to bring them back into IRL. You know what IRL stands for? In real life. You're going to bring them back to real life. You have to take them out of the internet, out of the social media, and bring them back into it. The effect is almost instant. A week of not being on these social sites, their brains almost completely reset. That's scary how fast we can fix it. It's just the amount of effort that's not being put into it because there's a lot of money to be made by these influencers, as Joey says, and it's just reality. It does create withdrawal symptoms if you're not online, but once you get past those withdrawal symptoms, you're basically back to reset, back to baseline. Social media influencers and corporations this is the bread and butter this is the this is where we really got into it um i got a little more to say on nick's notes and then take it away from there but do companies use influencers to sell product absolutely of course they do of course they do sometimes it backfires anybody watch bud light and their sales tank for a while yeah you know why that right the the social media influencer that they hired but didn't hire um Okay, because Bud Light, you know, uh, a certain portion of the country decided that it's completely for one demographic and they decided that the social media influencer that they put on a bottle is the complete antithesis of that demographic. Um, They boycotted their sales went through the floor for the first time in like, I don't even know, however many years Modelo overtook them as as the number one sale of beer. Yeah, because of that, like, yes, they do use influencers. Okay. Uh, mostly, it's just an easy way to create eyes on product. Like I said, this came up the other day, but who's the number one? I don't know if it was on Instagram or TikTok. Who's the number one? Do you know who the number one person on there is? Top 10 social media influencers and number one is, not that he's an influencer, but number one celebrity? On TikTok. I don't know if it's TikTok or Instagram, but do you, do you know who it is? 600 million plus followers. I know TikTok. There's a kid. He he's uh, he recently shaved his head. Ryan Page or something. His name is. No, well, he does maybe, like news clips and stuff like maybe that. Maybe it's Instagram then. No, it's TikTok. He's TikTok. No, no, no. I'm telling you, maybe it's Instagram that I'm thinking of. Oh, Ronaldo has over six hundred and 
50 million followers. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah. So, so Selena Gomez is second. With like 400 million. But they're it's not like really a, influencers. Those are legit celebrities, no? Yes. Uh, celebrities. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo is not going on there. I feel like you can we can generalize and say that anybody who has the kind of, of social platform that's high is influencing individuals. Right. So you be, like, you become classified they say go, as an influencer. Go get the shot because it'll save your life. You're gonna go get the shot because it'll save you. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Right. And then go well, here, I've been to Jets games. Celebrities that are here, and then it's like Kevin James. You know, Ray Romano, Adam Sandler. Who da, 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 da. I'm like, who the hell is that? And like, there's kids behind me. Oh, that, that that's like the number one person on TikTok right now. I'm like, that's not a celebrity. But to them, that's a celebrity. So anybody that can push product and create eyes on product and influence sales is an influencer. I felt like a celebrity once at Joey's daughter's birthday party. Well, you, you were. <laughs> I, I've seen the videos. You're the guy from the podcast. Like, like if it's on TV or something. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's my family. It's very supportive. They're very. They are. I love them. Of Billy. <laughs> and Joey. Well, I mean. I've who... gained like 20 likes. All I ever. that's pretty good that's pretty good that's way more than i get i get like three likes um well you can influence any field by the way with these influencers okay now joey and i have this and i got this because of an influencer because of fitness influencers the ninja creamy this was a failed product yeah this was a fit like this they turned, was. They turned it into. This like, was oh, the, have your. This is the ice cream maker. I mean, it does more than make ice cream, but like this was a failed product from Ninja that did not do well. Then a whole bunch selling product. A whole bunch of fitness people decided I can make ice cream out of it. That's protein or whatever, whatever other things. Mostly, it's mostly protein ice cream that comes out of these these yeah. posts. Okay, they started putting it online. Then you couldn't find this thing anywhere. Anywhere. You couldn't find the 7 in 1. You couldn't find the 9 in 1. You couldn't find the 11 in 1. Because they didn't make that many. No. And, and then once, once like, blew one up. big fitness influencer was like, hey, I use this to make protein ice cream. Everybody was like, say less. I'm going to uh, get this. Not going to lie. I'm, I'm it's not a good lie. investment, though. I'm not, I'm not, I, can't, I can't lie. What exactly does this do? You can customize your calorie ice cream. Like you right. take your little pro and honestly, it's pretty simple. You take some almond milk or some regular milk and you just dump a couple of scoops of protein in there. You mix it up. You put it in the freezer. You put five it minutes. It might be the loudest machine on earth, but five minutes. And I think it's, it's all. I think the go. only catch is like, you have to put it to freeze overnight and maybe like not overnight, maybe like six, seven hours. Yeah, If you have a good freezer, like I have a tiny little New York City crap freezer, but like if you have a good freezer, eight, six to eight My hours. Freezer's pretty crap. I think Wait, I think so like I eight hours is good. I don't understand. So this machine blends it outside of the freezer. Yeah. So you take the you you put it in the freezer. You put your ingredients together. Like I use a uh, I'm an almond milk. I use Fairlife milk, almond milk, a little Jello as a base, like a sugar free Jello, and then a scoop of protein. Throw it in the freezer, eight hours or overnight. Usually overnight just because I prep it the night before. Take it out, pop the lid off of the, the container, put it in the machine because it sets you just like it's like a screw in. So the container is from the Ninja Cream. Yeah, you can buy alternate ones that fit too. The lids just kind of suck. But you you put it in, it locks in place, and you can make regular ice cream. And I don't mean regular ice cream without the protein. I mean you can use a regular ice cream setting, light ice cream, gelato, Yogurt. There's a whole bunch. The, the 11 one has even more. I use light ice cream because it's usually the best one, and it gives it that soft serve feeling. Yeah, it 
literally gives it that soft serve feeling. And I can tell you right now, I'll have a pint of ice cream, and I'm looking forward to that. I will have one after dinner tonight. A pint of ice cream, guilt-free. Intriguing. So let me just get this right, this straight before we move on. Ninja Creamy, failed product. It's a hot commodity now. Mm-hmm. You buy this thing. comes with containers. comes with one. Well, yours came with two because you had the 11 one. I got okay. one container. So it comes with containers, yeah? And I'm su- assuming you can go on ninja.com and order more containers, yep. yeah? Okay. Or Amazon. Or- Amazon. Okay. Go to Amazon. If you're listening, that's the plug. Amazon is the plug. Okay. So you so then you, you put your concoction, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Joey puts plants and almond milk together and he blends it and it comes out. <laughs> I use my animal. Right? I use my animal whey protein. Almond milk. Pistachio sugar free jello. That's good. Right? And it's it is vegan, by the way, because there's no yeah, gelatin. No gelatin. There's no gelatin in it. And there's and there's no and there's no milk in it. Okay. So I'll throw that in there. Two scoops of my vanilla ice cream from Veg Nutrition. Not a plug, but Veg Nutrition is good vegan protein. And it does taste like vanilla ice cream. Just those three ingredients, you have yourself if you like the flavor of pistachio, oh I could eat like two tubs of this in a row, swear to God. Okay, so then And it and it all works out to being like three hundred calories. Yeah, exactly. Mine's three hundred and twenty nine calories, but it's so much protein versus carbs and fats, which is a regular plant. So you put this in the freezer and then you take it out on that one. You take it out frozen. Right? Correct. It's still frozen. It's like straight block of ice. You put it into the ninja creamy. Five minutes. Yeah. So the takeaway here today, folks, is that Get we, have, we have been influenced, and and yeah, we're just trying, <laughs> we're just we, trying to break down for Billy how, how it works. How in yeah, okay. So and then you take the container, you put it in the ninja creamy, and you blend it together on whatever setting. Light ice cream, you said, right? Yep, you could do gelato. That, usually, usually we do. Not like, that I know do the light ice cream. I don't. Even, I'm Italian, and I don't know the difference between gelato. You, you and do light ice cream, Joey? Usually, I do the light ice cream. Yeah, because it's got a longer, longer blend cycle, so it does. It, you don't really have to do a respin. Sometimes right. and, you do, and it do gives a respin. you. Uh, listen, I can tell you, I did a respin once, and it came out like dipping dots. That's the only thing I'll say. I did do it once. Like I thought I had to do it a second time because I had a half a pint and then I did it again with the half a pint and it came out like dipping dots, okay. which is great. So we can move on. I'm just trying to clarify. This is blowing, yeah, I this mean, is blowing it, my mind right now. You so you f- <laughs> it's you put together your ingredients, you freeze it, and then five minutes later with this Ninja Creamy, basically about five minutes, you have soft serve ice cream. And, and, and the longest part of the process is freezing it in Correct. the freezer. That's it. That's it. If you put if you put five or six of them in the freezer, you're never gonna run out of ice cream. No, because you just keep you just keep recycling. Right. Now I know what the ask gave me for Valentine's Day. There you go. There you go. They're good. They're good. I, I promise you. Okay. It's worth it. How much is these? How much is these great ninja creams? Somewhere between two and two fifty, depending on if it's the the lower model or the higher model. And you might catch it on sale too. So, and you can make ice cream from this thing. Uh huh. Yeah. Sold. Sold. You can make margaritas. You can make frozen margaritas. Shit, man. Frozen okay. margarita ice cream, or how about some frozen coquito? Well, ice you don't cream. need to make ice cream. I did make the coquito ice cream. I know. I that saw that. Was that was insane. great. That was great looking. If you're Puerto Rican and you're listening to this. Woo, coquito ice cream. Well, I mean, <laughs> Could you? You've had Joeyos. Joeyos, you hear me? Did you hear me? I said Joeyos Oreo. You had Joey's Oreo coquito. Coquito. He made that with the Ninja Creamy into an ice cream. I'm just saying. Sick. All right. Just saying. Okay. Okay. Get yourself a Ninja Creamy. We were well, the point of the whole. I point might of knock that. on your door and try it out before I buy it. You can, because I don't. You want. Or you can stream it and let me know how it is. All right. Yeah. I, 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 I've actually seen you do this. 
I have. I've watched videos like, what is he doing? Is is that the Ninja Creamy thing? Yeah, uh-huh. And then I seen you using this stick device with a circle, and it blends things. Oh, that's a frother. That's just that's, like, just that's a frother. Okay. Yeah, that's oh. just like to mix my uh I have an collagen. espresso machine I haven't turned on in literally months, and it has a milk frother in it. Yeah, I use that. I use that to mix in. I use that to mix my collagen in, into my coffee, or um, sometimes I'll mix my 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 protein replacement. You know, you guys, coffee. both of you, can literally tell me to go fuck myself and just create a fitness podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we like this, but we're not off topic because the whole point of that conversation was literally, I got influenced by it. And it was a failed product that fit that influencers start influencers started using, and then I saw and it, it revamped it and and made it big, and right. now everyone's buying. I it. saw it. I was like, I got it, I got it. And then I, Joy, how long were we talking about this before you got one? Like months. Oh uh, yeah, like a, like a month, and then I was just like, ah, I don't want to pay that much for right. it. And, and I then, kept looking. Joey was like, I don't want to pay this much. So I I literally went on a mission to like try and find sales for him to be. And able then to also, buy this my thing. wife was like, we're not putting that on the counter. That's huge. And then so I was like, all right, forget it. I'm not. I'm that not. that might be my that might be my downfall. But if I show Amy that she's... It's honestly not that bad. It's not. Ask Ashley. It's not that huge. It looks like a single-serve coffee maker. Like, you could put she, a coffee She's going to be like, I don't... And then she'll use it, and she'll be like, okay, now I like it. You, you, I, I promise you. Her. I promise you, if she's got a particular flavor that she likes, and you could find something to put in there, you make one tub of her once, you'll never No, because she just went to some store in Pelham, which I don't know most listeners will never know what Pelham is, but she found the supermarket there, and they have all these different healthy things, right? She's on this kick where... You can't drink that. It's got B40, Red 40 in it, and like all this bullshit, right? Aspartame. Remember the conversation I called you up? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm like, all right, whatever. So she's buying like these ice creams, like the Yossi ice creams, and you know, for the most part, they're healthy. If she finds out she can make her own ice cream. Bro, bro, it's game changing. Like, yeah, I think I think that might sell her on. My that. wife actually tells me sometimes, like, because she knows like sometimes I'll ask her and, and she'll get mad. She's like, oh, you should tell me. She told me the other day, she goes, I made you two. Because I don't want you to ask her. You, you, the data shows. And I was like, "Fuck you." The data shows that you typically have at least two pints a week. So I made you two already. Don't the ask. Data shows. I was like, really? it sounds like my wife and your wife will become best friends. That's right. Oh we we have to do that. We have yes, to do that. Yes. Uh, all right. So almost done. Almost done. Uh, there may not be direct proof. I wrote this as I was going. I know there is direct proof. There's definitely plenty of circumstantial proof. Uh, Amazon, Microsoft, Nike. Those are big brands, right? All three of them, just to name a few, offer affiliate roles. Standing old Joe Schmo, like me, you, or Joe, E, and um, you're paid to advertise. If people buy through your link or through your post, you make fractions of cents off this, this sale that the company makes. You right? see that a lot on TikTok, yeah. That's not a knock on practice because you know what? Plenty of people do it, and I'm not knocking it. That's how I got my PlayStation 5. But if little guys can do it, the hell, why wouldn't Hollywood and the sports elite do it? Of course they would. They're going to make more money and they're going to build their brand for free while also getting paid. So there's direct proof. It's a $16.4 billion industry. Influencing is a $16.4 billion, with a B, industry. 75 plus percent of brands, repeat that again, 75 plus percent of brands have budgets earmarked just for influencers. Research shows not why this is bad, but how this is. So the research isn't saying this is bad, and I'm not saying it's bad either because you can do certain things. Look at the Ninja Creamy. Like, I, I swear to you, it's a great thing to have now. Okay. Um, but it research shows that 75 brands or 75 plus percent of brands have this earmarked. Not to say it's a bad thing, but because companies mismanage this money. Okay. They very simply um, 
more that they miss not knowing their their audience. So like they're missing their core. So like they're just putting it out there into the universe instead of, you know, you want to go for your niche market. Like if you're ninja, right? It was a failed product for how long until a social until a fitness person picked it up. That's who they should have marketed to the first time around. They might have sold it much better and for a longer period of time. Yeah. But they didn't. They tried to make it like an everyday thing. And it's not an everyday thing until it becomes one. Okay? Um, pick a product. That's something that we all use now. Computers. It wasn't an everyday thing. Who they market to? The nerds in the 80s and the 90s. The people who were IT people. Mm. I am one. You market it to them. Great. Thousands of dollars for these computers that no longer cost that much money anymore. Well, some apples do, but like nothing that's that expensive anymore and nothing that's that ginormous. You should take up a whole room just to put your computer in it. Now, your phones carry more computing power than those computers ever did, and it goes in your back pocket. People just use their phone now. They buy a printer, Bluetooth to the printer, that's it. They're right. done. They don't, have, they don't need a laptop. Right. So that's a product that was marketed to the, the nerds, the tech guys, the IT guys. They brought it home. Oh, look, you can play games on it. Okay. Start with educational games. Oregon Trail, Carmen San Diego, things like that. Now you got kids on it. That's it. That's the answer. You know how you sell product? Advertisements through kids. All those commercials for years, how they sell toys. Oh, you throw the advertisement of the toy in the show. Transformers was a show built around a toy. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I just looked. My sons have the most recent turtle movie came out in 2023. Mm -hmm. The back of the toy says 2023. My toy, which I kept a few of them before I went on a on a on a uh, what do you call those things when you get rid of everything purge? Before I went on a purge, it's 1988. 35 years they're still making these toys and they're still marketing them and they're still selling them because certain ones will always sell to kids. If they're marketed correctly, Mario, Turtles. You know, Dario on here to talk about how Star Wars went down because they don't market it to the right audience. Mm -hmm. Same thing with social media influencers. If you market it to the right audience, teens right now and kids, that's the answer. Market to them, but you got to market your niche, your niche, your niche. You never say that word right. But uh, that's it, man. Like it's really about. Seven, sixteen and a half billion dollar industry. So of course there's ways to use that. It's just a matter of how you do it. Are you towards the end of the next note now? That is the no, last. No, because I want to just note. add to it, and and um, we have like a little bit of time left. They, the, the, like, can we name some influencers that are actually positive on the social media now? Maybe Joey can jump in with this. I know an influencer. I don't know how he got this money, Mister Beast. How did Mr. Beast become, like, he's got to be, like, near a billionaire. He's literally giving money away. He's doing YouTube videos, challenging people, like, to keep their hand on a car. And, like, they move the car at, like, 10 miles an hour, and they're walking. And if you lift your hand, you lose out. Um, I saw the one in the supermarket. Like, you have to give him, like, $10,000 a day. You get $10,000 for every day you stay in there, but you got to spend, like, $1,000 or whatever it was. So he's doing these things, right? And he's giving out money. But the, the crazy thing about it, and as I saw something recently, right, and you and this is what made me perceive him as an influencer that is positive because 
there was outlets, media outlets that were quick to try to shoot him down for this. Oh, with the eye thing, right? Yes, he fixed in Africa, I believe it was. It was it was a, it was a country that's not doing well. He fixed over a hundred and something people's vision with glasses or surgery, and the the news outlets crucified him. Who is he to do that? And what you know, like something like stupid, like really stupid reason. Like this guy just gave vision to people in a third world country, and you're crucifying him. So he's actually yeah, using, it makes it makes all the people with bigger money than him feel inferior about yes. the things that they he should, just used should his, be doing. His influencer positivity and his money to do something good. So in my eyes, based off of that, and he built wealth recently, like wells for someone, drinkable water. Um, in my opinion, he's on the on the good influencer list. And another one I can think of is Big Dog. His name is Big Dog. He's like a he looks like a college guy, but he's a little older. Tall dude, a little bit of a rough, always wears a backwards hat. And he's like randomly walking in the street to people and he's like, I got I got a question for you. Android or, or iPhone? And like like people will be dumb like ah, what are you asking me like what are you asking me he's just like no android or iphone and like the girl will be like I, I think the iphone is good because uh and then he'll just give him an iphone and the girl will be like why are you giving this to me and they'll she'll be he'll be like no i'm just trying to make someone's day now obviously you're filming doing a good deed so i never really think catholic as a catholic filming yourself doing a good deed you know is 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 it's good. There's some influencers that go and they ask these kids, you know, what's your dream? And they'll give them the money and tickets. That's cool. It's nice to see. You know, like giving people hope via, I don't think filming a good deed is 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 good. I mean, it is good, but it's just like, you know, you could do it on the low. But people are doing that, doing a good deed for clout. But there are some influencers out there that are, they're out there doing the right thing, right? Like Mr. Beast doing the thing with the water and the eye and the vision. There's some influences out there um there's a, a guy um he wears a mullet with the mustache what's his name um big on the names i mean you want, he's you want, he plays he plays ga- he plays gaming and he's just hey dude he's just like you know logan paul jake paul yeah they they were they were influencers now they're in the limelight they're, right. Well, they they parlay they parlay their influencer fame into actual fame. Like one's a boxer and one wrestles. I mean, they both fought at one point too. Before one guy, I don't know which one is which. To be honest with you, Logan Paul's the wrestler. The prime drink. He promoted it. Um, the one stupid thing I forgot. One of them did something stupid. They, they went into Japan's uh, you know suicide forest and uh, filmed a legitimate body hanging from the tree, which was Logan Paul. Was he answered cool. your question about Mr. Beast? By the way, like. That's how he became so famous. He started doing inst- like YouTube videos that nobody else was doing. Just like the more extreme videos you could think of, like dropping cars from cranes and destroying a Lamborghini or just, you know, like people watch and those clicks, they garner like millions and millions of views. So think about how much they're making in ad revenue. It's crazy because, I mean, listen, if I, I ever... Know the, I don't know the logistics of like... If we ever got to YouTube, that... But I know it's huge. If we ever got to that level with the podcast, you know, by all means, I'm sharing the wealth. I will. And, um, but it's like some people are making like three grand a week or five grand a month, which is, you know, like an extra five grand a month is pretty... And, you know, you gotta pay the taxes on it. We just talked about all right. that probably. You get your little form. But some influencers are, are really having adverse negative effects on kids. And, the, and I, and, you know, you watch the videos online... And you're like, what are you doing? You know, like, I don't, I don't think what you're portraying and saying or doing is actually all that great. 
So I guess it's like a double-edged sword with influencers. But there's a few of them that I actually do follow and, and yeah. like some of the There, there are good like no, fitness influencers for sure. Like Marcus Philly, uh, Jack, Jeff Nippard. There's a lot of guys that put out good fitness content as far as that is concerned. Um, there's one guy. He's a little rough. I, I, I like what he said. I like his attitude. He's an Irish guy or he's either Irish or Australian. Mm-hmm. They call him the wolf. But he's he the way he goes about it is like he a douche college frat boy. He's like, you want to learn how to get big old pecs so like you can have bigger you know than your mother. Oh, there's one guy that we he's we, like, we haven't a, talked about. He's rough, um, man. And you probably seen him. He's got this long hair. He's jacked. He's obviously on a lot of PEDs. Um, what's this guy's name? Uh, oh, I know you talking about. He 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 does. Uh, he dresses up like a Japanese animation all the time. You talking about him? Um, I think I know who you're talking about just based off the description. I've I've fell off in the fitness nope. influencer realm, but like yeah, I try not to get too deep into the individual. I try not to get too deep into the individual influencers. It's more about the concept of what they can and can't do. As you say, you can wield the power for the good, or you can wield the power for right. the bad. But yeah, you got to get that money from somewhere. Right and I gotta look this guy up because it's gonna bother me. Mr. Beast did a whole bunch of dummy videos. He's he's on everyone's feed right now. Even Joe Rogan talked about him. No, 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 definitely not this guy. Okay. He's a young kid. He's in his twenties and he's he's jacked. They're like, oh, I think I know who you're talking about comparing him to Chris Bumstead and all that. So I know exactly. Who you're I think about. I know the face there. Yeah, but I'll look, I'll look. well, well, Joey looks up this guy because it's gonna bother Joey. Um. That was a wonderful Nick's notes. I think we're all guilty of things. And uh, I'll say this because I don't know if... Uh, oh, Sam Sulik. That's the guy. Have you heard of him? This, so, like, this is the guy is, that they're saying the is biggest, the next Chris Bumstead, right? He's the he's probably not. He's, he's, his genetics are probably not made for bodybuilding. We'll see. He's But he's still so young. He's only like 21 years old. 20, and he's very like insightful. And I think that's why people are following him. And he's pretty genuine. And his style of vlogging is very plain, ordinary. And he does give out good information. But what he is influencing young men to do is like, how can I look like that at 21? The only way, and he doesn't, obviously, because you can't say that you're on steroids. It's illegal to say you're on steroids. Because steroids is illegal to do in the United States. Um, and he's not doing it because he's got a medical condition or whatever. He's, you know, it's clearly just performance enhancement. And the guy's huge. Like, he's larger than life, this guy, Sam Sulik. But what he, the message that he is sending to young kids is if you do steroids as early as I did and you ate and followed your nutrition plan, you're going to be as big as I am and as lean as I am. And is he wrong? Probably not. But also, is it the right message? Like, He's doing so much gear at this point. It's like it looks like it's detrimental to his health, and that's something that only he knows. He's gonna go to the doctor and find that out himself. Um, is it? I don't know, but it could be potentially harmful to other young kids who want to go down that route and don't know what to take. They haven't done the research, so he's not giving kids the information on all the stuff he's taking and everything he's doing. So people are just going to go and try to figure that out on their own. And that's when you get into like the dangers of influencing. Yeah, he, he's probably doing something under some kind of doc, like medical supervision. You know, because if, if you do the kits the right way or he's on GH and you're doing it the right way, 
Like GH is one of the better known kits to do. It's the healthier and the safer. But if he's doing it under the supervision of a doctor, like, hey, you know what? Your creatinine levels are too high. Your liver, your liver enzymes are enlarged or whatever the case may be. You need to lower this. You need to do this. I'm sure that under, under like every three weeks or a month, he's going to the doctor. You know, he'll be all right. But people that just do it out of pocket, like, you know, he, let's say some of these kids look at him and they're... I, mean, I, w- I would say, like, he's too young to be that big. When you see this guy here, let me just... I, I, I have seen him. I, I definitely know he's, who you're talking. He's I, yeah, he's... he's I. That's why they, they compare him to Sebum, because of how big he is and how young of an age. Right. I've seen this kid, and, yeah, I know exactly. I see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, 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 crazy. he's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we all know someone that looked like that at a young age. I know someone. Yeah, but not not this bad. And then look at the telltale signs. So oh yeah, he's got he's, he's got, got like cystic acne everywhere. He's yeah, he's 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 not well. The acne is a telltale sign. He's juicing, and he you know what? Listen, look at Ronnie Coleman. He used so much gear. He put so much stress on his body. Things were outgrowing his and organs. Look at how he, is now. he can't walk. He it's sad. And Jay Cutler, you know, he didn't abuse his body like that. He did everything the right way. You know, he didn't go overboard, and he's still walking and fine. And they're not—they're kind of close in range. But right. you know what? At the end of the day, be careful what you have. Your everyone that listens—if you're young, you know—just be cautious. We're putting it out there because it is something that social media can be a double-edged sword. And we all have young ones, us three. And for me personally, with the help of Amy, because she's more um, strict with the rules, you know. A part of the reason my daughter is the way she is is she had a great person teaching her um, that was home with her every day for a while. And I made it my point that I told her, I told my wife that you could stay home with her and I will carry the workload and I will do what I got to do so that I know that she will grow up under the supervision of her one parent, her mother, instead of giving her to a babysitter. And she learned because of my wife. She taught her every single day. Um, early on, I had an old iPad and she was playing match games and stuff like that. And she was learning from it. So like social media and stuff from a computer screen or an iPad screen is not entirely bad, but in moderation. So now we're at a level where she doesn't take my phone. She doesn't take her phone twice a week on the days that I'm off, like Tuesdays and Wednesdays are my days off. And when I pick her from school, the first thing I do is I tell her to take off her clothes, put her jammies on or shower, and then... She does her homework. I say, after you do your homework and eat something, then you can watch YouTube. And I'm in the room with her monitoring what she's watching, right? And she doesn't watch anything crazy. Lately, her kick is she puts this this video game thing on where the ball's jumping from these panels. And she actually dances like it's a dance arcade game. She dances to, like, match the screen. So she's actually doing something physical while watching the screen. So I really don't mind it. After Tuesdays and Wednesdays, she does not watch YouTube anymore. She's completely, you know, her mom picks her up. I'm at work, so I can't get her from school. And from Thursday to on Monday, she's with her mom, and there's no social media. There's no nothing like that. It's very rare she's on the phone from, from Thursday to, to Monday. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are the days that she's with Daddy, and Daddy allows her to watch YouTube with him monitoring. And that's my rule with my daughter right now. She will not have a phone until she's at least 17 years old, 16 years old. Um... And I'm going to go by the same guidelines my parents did with me. You know, I'm 16 years old. Yeah, your friends might be walking around by themselves, but you won't because we're living in crazy times. And I can only imagine when when she turns 16, which is horrific to think of. I told my kids the same thing. What yeah. things will be like at that time. You know, my kids, my, my, my older one, you know, Will, he, um, he, he's very smart. And so he hears 
and he internalizes and he keeps it. He's like, so when I'm 13, when I graduate, when I graduate and I go to high school, I get a phone, right? I'm like, yeah, that's what I said to you. I said, the day you start high school, you get a phone. I said, you're not getting one. I don't care if every one of your friends has a phone. You're not getting one until high school. I didn't get my first phone until freshman year. And I had to strike a deal with my mother. She told me, uh, grandma's getting too old to make the walk to pick up your, your brother. So you're going to a high school where you get out at 2 o'clock. Don't get detention. Don't try out for the baseball team. Because she knew I wanted to. You get out at 2 o'clock, I'll get you a next time. You make it to three. You make it to your brother's school by 3 o'clock, quarter to 3 when you got out. Pick him up and go home. I made the deal with her. I got my first phone freshman year. Had it ever since. Not an Nextel, I wish, but that was the deal. Freshman year, I think, is a very solid timeline for a kid to get I mean, their phone. Yeah, you're going into you're going into um, a whole different kind of lifestyle. So I I get that, and I don't mind. The phones that. were different for us then too. There was no social media. On our oh, phones. Right. Right. Yeah. they just Listen, it snake. just sat on it just sat on you or your 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 belts just hanging out there snake. With, with its lights on. God forbid you touch the internet lights. God forbid you touch the internet. When you button. had a Nextel, because that's that's the first phone that I had. All the light ups. You, you had the clip. You had the the, the phone on the clip, yeah. and you were showing it the off. The antenna. Right? How many people changed the antenna? The ringtones that we had to pay for. Uh, Bringing it to Stillwell Avenue, getting the ringtone. I got the Michael Myers ringtone. I got a case you could see through my phone now. Like you know, you put the <laughs> yo. It was wild. Bro. You bought the extra batteries and you charged up like three of them yep. just in case, like you were going yeah. out. Then you went to the extent. I know I did this. That I got my my flip phone. I trained, I had my mom got me, she got me a Nextel, she didn't get me the one I wanted. That was the caveat. She got the cheap one. So it was, I got the different Nextel. But then eventually what I did is I ended up getting the flip phone i90. I had two of them. And back in the day, you just had to take your SIM card out, slide it into the next phone. You had two phones. You could, you could switch up. So I had, I had like, I had my i90 and then eventually I got my i95. I had two phones. So during the week when I went to school, I carried the i90 with me because I didn't care what happened to it. And then on the weekend, I switched to the i95 color. And I was my phone for the weekend. That's, That's what right. we used to do. I, just, uh, I had it. that. I had that i ninety five clear blue Bloomingdale's edition mm-hmm. one. I remember. Who do you who do you think influenced influenced us on the Nextels? Oh, my brother. <laughs> because I like, where did it come from? Why did everybody want a Nextel all did of a sudden? Did he? Did he? It was it was the walkie talkie. Oh, maybe it was, it was uh, the walkie talkie. Uh, it was some commercials. It, it had, was. It had to have been. Where commercials. you at? Where you at? I, yes, I remember that commercial. Personally, I, I didn't know where Nextels came from. I just remember I used to take I used to take walks to school. I used to walk to my high school. It was not far, but it was like a good 20, 30 minute walk, 25 minutes. And I remember him, we always used to meet at the corner of my house because he was walking from that direction. So we met at the corner of my house. And one day he was on the phone and I heard beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, yo, what is that? Because the next time, and I was like, "Yo, I want that." Yeah, and that, and I, I, so I, I got influence from a friend, not a commercial, and then eventually, after I got one, it fucking blew up. Until and we, until we were in class, and we'd get the the friend, the idiot friend, going, "Yo, fuckface, where are you?" And you could never, I don't know, maybe it was me. You couldn't mute the direct connect part of it, like you could mute the phone. I remember, like, to do it, it was a little he, button at the top, a little he, speaker phone, and it had the icon with the slash. Yeah, maybe the, the maybe the later models, the earlier models, like the direct connect, you went right through. I remember, you would get I remember the first Nextel, the, the the one with the two buttons on the side, and it flipped up, and it was a clear screen. I remember that green one. Screen. Right, it was green. I remember that being a little harder to use, but then when the i nineties came out, it was like a to- totally different ball game. Yeah. I and I I missed that phone, and I missed the BlackBerry flip phone I had. I missed the, my sidekick. The BlackBerry was sick. 
with the flip phone one I had, that was the best phone to this day. Take it to the bank. That was the best phone I ever owned. Yeah, we actually had GPT on our phones now. I had I had the Sidekick <laughs> Three, bro. I that was my favorite phone. Personally, hate. I personally, I, if I can get the BlackBerry flip phone again, I would. I actually was contemplating getting rid of the iPhone and getting the flip phone again. I've seen them. I'm and really... I'm like, I'm just on the fence about. It. I'm like, that's definitely going to break. You know what I mean? And I don't want to oh, go to 100%. Android, but. If I had to go back in time and pick one phone, it would be the BlackBerry phone with the BBM. Remember? Yes. I don't know if it was. I don't know if I liked the Sidekick or the Razor. I really liked the Razor. The good old days, man. Nostalgia wins you, and that's why the, the company that made—I think it's Android or Galaxy—they made that flip phone because they knew nostalgia yeah. is a thing. Well, and if we I, make the flip phone. Wait, 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 wait. You know why? Do you know why they did it? It's not because of nostalgia. And I'll end it here. I think it's a good place to end it for me. An influencer was paid to show off a flip phone and an entire generation of kids. Oh, do you do the side part? Oh, do you do this? Oh, look at this. We discovered this. No, you didn't. This is an influencer that's probably our age showing you. And that's why now they want it. And guess what? Now because they want it, then the company knows they're going to make money. are probably 100% right. It was an influencer. And... You know, that's how we are getting things like the Ninja Creamy and I'll be, be getting the Ninja Creamy very soon myself. And I guarantee you, I've been saying this for about two years now, but it's only a matter of time before iPhone makes a fucking flip phone. They'll have two different models. Your standard edition iPhone with the three cameras that looks the same every single year. And they'll make some kind of crazy smaller flip phone. I guarantee it'll happen with iPhone because they got to switch it up, man. It's the same phone every year. Just different upgrades and cameras. You know what I mean? But... Talking about social media influencers and Ninja Creamies and all the health chat that we got into was made possible by Spotify for Podcasters. If you haven't heard about Spotify for Podcasters, it is the free app that allows you to get your podcasting idea out there. If you have a phone, tablet, or even a computer, like the good old days, head over to Spotify for Podcasters to get started. Nick, that was a sensational episode. It was, guys, just for everybody to know, it was. Nick's idea on this episode. So, Nick, great episode. Thank you, Billy, and thank you for letting me go to town with this topic. Absolutely. Next week, we got the Doomsday Counter, and that episode. Stick around, see if the world's going to end soon. It's all Joey. I'm sure. I'm sure we're going to hear about the pyramids, the the great. Oh, we're gonna hear about it all. Greater Dry Asteris, Graham Hancock, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Listen, it's it's all happened once before. Is it gonna happen again? And is it we, happen you know what? Soon? The way twenty twenty four is shaping up, I I cannot. I, wait. I even have a clip ready to go. They were talking about it today. You know Ooh, what's gonna be even they better? Just added to my episode that came out. So today, real quick, this, this with clip. the last couple of minutes we got, the next few weeks, Joey's leading the episode next week. I'm gonna make Joey do the monologue for next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> And on, and on February 5th, there will be some video. Joanne DeJesu is returning for an episode titled Breaking the Veil. We're going to have some great talk about ghosts coming through from the other side. You know, who can actually be prone to the ability of psychics and stuff like that. We're going to talk about psychics actually helping officers of the law solving cases where Nick's notes is going to come in. I already warned Nick about that. So not only is Joey doing an episode and a monologue next week, I have a special treat for Joey on February 5th with Joanne DeJesu. I don't it's, know what it is. I don't know. It is. Yo, dude, I, I cannot wait to film that episode. Well, if you're the second time, so then the third time that Joanne's on here, I guess that means it's on me. So 
well, you're going to be here to meet her this time. That's true. And you're going to be in for the surprise. Oh. Yes. So surprises that don't have Joey surprises. Jo- Joey, just make sure you're here for it. And Joanne, I know Joanne listens. I love Joanne. Joanne has become uh, not just a special guest, but she's been be like a legitimate friend of the podcast. And I cannot wait to have you come back on. She knows what it is. She's all about it. All right. So I can't wait. So that day is going to be fun. So the next couple of weeks on the Say What Again Billy podcast, Joey. I can't wait. All right. Monologue, <laughs> special prize, surprise for Shit, you. I got my word cut off. Me. Oh, man. Just as buddy. long as nothing jumps up and tries to fucking scare me because it's getting punched in the face. <laughs> Listen, buddy, you'll be okay. And that concludes this episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. Mm-hmm.